Hi, this is Ilan. I'm in my car, and we are about to drive out to Rockaway Beach area uh, to get my second dose of the Moderna vaccine for COVID-19. To never, ever, ever try to fuck with me ever again! Actually, that doesn't really make any sense. Because it never fucked with me to begin with, directly, anyhow. But here I go. I'm on my way. Officially. Yup. Just an hour or so away. That's all it's gonna be. This is going to be something, isn't it? Alright, let's get, let's get going here. Alright. Swear to God, traffic in Gowanus can be so frustrating. My appointment is technically 3.50, but like, I think I can get there before. It's a different site than the last time, so I'm not sure what's going to happen, but we'll find out. Hey, what's going on, Alon? I thought I just heard something. Is that? No, it couldn't be. Dude, what are you doing? It's like the theme music, so isn't this where you're supposed to introduce everything and everybody? Dude, what the fuck? I put you away like 20 years ago, and I'm like... I just, I don't understand. Why now, of all times? It's your last episode of... What are you talking about, huh? What are you talking about? You are, you're mean to tell me that you're not gonna have all of your friends come back for your for your final episode of Lost and Rewound on Radio Free Brooklyn every Thursday from three to four p.m. Where where have you been, honestly? On like for real, you've just been in like the nether regions of my brain for like this entire time. Is that what you're telling me? You talk to yourself all the time, Alon. You just need a better voice to talk to. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So like when I was. When I was younger, I remember there was a point in time where I was not driving, I would be riding in the back seat, and I was bored, so I would just talk into my tape recorder, and I would have, like, different voices, or whatever, you know, like, I would talk to myself, and it was a way to entertain myself for car rides when I would just be bored, and, you know, I wasn't allowed to listen to my favorite radio station. And then I began driving, so why would I be talking to myself on driving? You talk to yourself all the time! Okay, alright, that's it! That's enough! Just... If you are gonna insist on being a part of this ride, this very stressful ride, the very least you can do is introduce yourself. So, your name? I, you really need me to introduce myself? You can introduce me, okay? Alright, so, uh, Scully the Skeleton, uh, welcome to my car ride. I'm stuck in traffic, 
and I can't think of anyone worse than you to be in a ride with. That means so much to me, Elon. It's not like I'm not dead inside already. That's right, because you're a skeleton. Right, that, that's, that's on brand, on brand for, for you, yeah. You wanna hear a story? No, I don't wanna hear a story at all. It's not that important to me anymore. I've already dealt with years and years of other people's stories. Just wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're making a point. I just I can't believe after all these years, and even after all that we've been through together, together, you were like you meant something to me. Well, sure, I mean I have a little bit of nostalgia that still kind of rumiates in my brain a little bit. I, I agree that, you know, it certainly has a reason to mean something to me enough after all these years. But, I mean, I don't know how else to identify anymore other than to just go with what the projects that have meant so much to me. Oh, okay, here we go. I'm finally getting very close to getting on to the Prospect Expressway slash, or technically the BQE. I know geography. I know where. I know where I'm going. Yes, you do. You totally know where you're going. Where are we going? Oh, um, we are going to Rockaway Beach. Rock, rock, Rockaway Beach, like that? Yes, precisely. Precisely, indeed. And uh, you are just, you know, my, uh, nah, my co-captain. What can I say, man? But it'll be fun, I guess. Well, what about me? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I, I only have room for one voice in my head. Who said anything about voices in your head? I heard Rock Rock Rockaway Beach. And I mean, that's basically my calling card. Um, you must be mistaken. I, I, I only have, like, room for one other voice that might be possible to be in this car right now. There's a baby seat, literally, like, back there. How the fuck do you fit? Well, um, it's really simple, you see, because I'm not that large. I'm just a, a toy. Oh, really? You're just a toy? So, let me get this straight. So, you're probably about the size of my phone. That's a phone? Elon, you mean to tell me all these years after all the times that we've had together, you can now... Did that just play music? Was that just playing music before? Yeah, 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 it was left hands as we can meth but no, wait, 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 that's not the point. First of all, I'm getting very stuffy in here and I need to put some air on. Secondly, who the fuck are you? Well, you used to give me another name, but then you changed my name to a tape 50 of the Dance Crew song. Holy fuck, man, are you kidding me? It's Rockasaurus, huh? That's right! Rockasaurus, at your service. We can play music together. It'll be great. I mean, sure, but I'm kind of busy. I mean, I guess if you want, we could listen to, uh, well, let's see, well, what do we got here? Um, I mean, I really shouldn't be paying attention to this because I got to focus on the road. This is why I don't have voices that I talk to when I'm on the road. You surely have passengers, Yvonne. You used to be a passenger in your parents' car whenever you'd play the radio. Yeah, I mean, I would be very grateful.
grateful if I even had the opportunity to control what music was being played. I liked listening to WDST, but there was only so much that my parents could stand. I remember on the rides to Long Island, uh, or to Long Island, I should say, for like Thanksgiving and Passover, and all I wanted to do was listen to K-Rock. And my dad was like, nope, we gotta listen to Traffic. So, naturally, I did not have a say. So what did I do? I just talked to myself in my recorder until my parents told me, no, we don't want you to talk anymore. <laughs> you know? Uh, weird times. Let's see, Radio Free Brooklyn. What's happening on there, huh? I wanna hear what's happening on Radio Free Brooklyn. Radio Free Brooklyn. Yeah, that's where I've been doing uh, Boston Rewound. Scully can tell you all about it. I can tell you all about it! Yeah, apparently he's been stalking me for the last eight years from the grave. The grave? You mean my home? Yeah, well, I mean, your home is, uh, it's, it's pretty much tertiary to the whole point, no? No? I mean, give me a break. You're a fucking skeleton. A toy skeleton at that. Traffic can be really annoying, guys. I hate to break it to you. There we go. Alright, we're gonna keep going here. Move back on to this one. Alright, where were we? Oh! Where were we? Oh, there we go. Listen, what's on? Oh, it's my show. It's Lost and Rewound. Ha 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 Well, joke's on me now. I think it's... I'm... I'm not one of those people that I like all Boring. Too much talking. Anyway, we're, uh, what else could we do? Um, well, I mean, I guess we could just, like, play something on here. Just play more versions of Long, Long Ago. That's okay, that's okay. We don't need to do that. Okay, whatever you say. Uh, anyhow, um, here we are, um, getting on the Belt Parkway. And, uh, this is just, you know, more fun and excitement on the, the path to recovery. Uh, more or less, if you want to call it that. Um, yeah, the fact that I'm getting my second dose today um, is really a milestone. I've been waiting for this all month. I got my first dose uh, just at the beginning of the month. Um, and I was very happy to get my first dose uh, to the point where after I realized that, you know, 24 hours, 36 hours after getting my first dose that I wasn't getting any of the symptoms, it was pretty awesome. Uh, I felt very invincible, and that quickly died, because <laughs> humans are not invincible. But shit, now um, I'm about to get my second dose, and according to all that I've been told, the Moderna does not fuck with people. It really, like, I mean, and none of the vaccines really let anybody off easy, but it affects everybody differently. Um, you know, my wife, Robin. Whoa, 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 when did you have a wife? She, he's been married for a while, dude. Move on. Yeah, yeah, well, okay, I'll, I'll explain. You know, I've been married for about seven years now. It's been about seven years. Uh, you know, I've been with the same person now for 12 years. They've been putting up with me doing Lost and Rewound for the, practically our entire relationship. So if that isn't someone who's patient, I don't know who it is. Oh, I could think of someone more patient. Uh, Scully, did you have something in your throat just now? Scully? That was funny, Don Zoni. That was funny. Holy fucking shit, Don Zoni. I, no, I have gone on record. I have gone on record on my show to mention that you were not real. Well, you're, you're surely mistaken, Ron, because I'm back, baby. Uh, 
right, well, this is awkward. So I'm riding down the uh, Belt Parkway, and I've got three voices talking to me um, that are really me. I'm talking to myself, um, or maybe I've just been gone completely crazy and I'm just possessed. Is that, 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 that might be right. Yeah, that might be right. Oh, well, I mean, the very fact that you uh, have what you're doing right now uh, shows that you have a lot of privilege, you know? You really exercise your privilege to an extensive degree. So many people don't even have one phone, let alone two fucking phones. Excuse me! When did you start swearing? When you don't really, you know, use me at all, when I'm just sort of there, hanging out in a storage locker for who knows how long. You kind of get a little bit pissed off, don't you? You get pissed off too, Scully, right? You damn right I do! And you, Rockasaurus? I mean, I'm kind of already sort of grizzled out to begin with, so it doesn't really make a difference to me. Where was I? I was talking about my marriage. I was talking about the fact that I've been doing a show for, like, eight years. Long, like, four times as long as I dealt with you weirdos. Who are you calling a weirdo, man? You're the one who invented us. Okay, fine. But my point remains. Um, I... And, you know, have somebody who I'm with who is uh, very patient with me, and she herself managed to somehow uh, not worry about getting the uh, symptoms, the, uh, uh, you know, the the, the the very drawbacks of getting this vaccine. Man, so many people don't want to take this vaccine. You have to explain a little bit more about this vaccine. I'm like, I'm real, I, I've been listening a little bit on the, from the first parts of this conversation, and it just seems a little bit weird to me to kind of conceptualize a, a time when, like, there would be a pandemic that people wouldn't want to want to get better. Um, I agree. I, I, I'm in full agreement. Um, you know, it, it is very much the case that there is a, a lot of people out there who don't seem to want to trust the government. They don't want to listen to anybody. They want to be stubborn. They want to uh, provide themselves with uh, nothing more than the, the, the uh, false confidence that they are right and everybody else is wrong. Um, but meanwhile, I have no problem being a patsy for at least one moment and swallowing my goddamn pride because if it means that other people will be healthy because I'm healthy, then go for it. You know, why not? I mean, shit, there's really no reason for me to deny the fact that I can make people feel better by me feeling better, right? It's all reciprocating. Listen, guys, um, I, I gotta focus on the road. Again, I reiterate, the whole reason why uh, I left all my, you know, talking to myself for when I was a kid was because I didn't have to focus on the road. But, um, I'm an adult now. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get stuck in traffic at some point. Although I am making good on time now, I'm trying to get to the appointment before 3:50, and uh, we will uh, for sure uh, bring you a uh, undercover Elon, uh, as they used to call it back in the D, dizzy in the dizzy. <laughs> there I am with my uh, stupid uh, language, um, uh, you know. And then I will be very certain to uh, bring you updates uh, once I am back and. Uh, with any luck, all these weirdos will be out of my head and out of the car and uh, won't be, um, you know, messing things up for me here. Well, focus on the road and uh, it was good talking with you, Alon. Uh, we'll
We'll see you in another 20 or so years when you lose your mind. See you later, buddy! Thanks for having us! I didn't really even get to talk very much. Okay, we've arrived at the vaccination site. So, here we'll start an undercover Elon while getting the vaccination. Getting the vax, getting this, getting the second dose. Here we go. Hello. Hello, how are you doing today, sir? Good, second dose? Okay, thank you. Hi. Uh, Hi. Uh, I'm just gonna um. I'm just gonna use this number down here. Thank you. The screening is complete. So you're ready to take your COVID
second dose of the Moderna and uh, I guess it's only a matter of time until I start feeling woozy, fatigue, soreness, all that good shit, right? But uh, it's done. I got it, it. It's all taken care of. Signing off for now. Hello, it's Alon and we are currently walking in Williamsburg to meet up with my pal, Ryan. Um, it's Saturday, so it's a couple days after my second dose, and I'm feeling just fine. Didn't really feel any real true side effects other than some mild fatigue and soreness. So I guess I'm one of the lucky ones and that not only am I now fully vaccinated, not inoculated, but certainly very, very vaccinated, but also didn't really get laid out too much. Uh, so I'm gonna grab some pizza and I'll be meeting up with Ryan just very shortly. Bye for now. Okay, hi, it's Alon. I'm here with my buddy Ryan and I'm, we are hanging out on his balcony in Williamsburg. I just had some pizza on your recommendation. It is very good. Uh, how's it going, Ryan? Good, good. Uh, welcome to my balcony. You can probably hear the construction, the bike lane. Maybe you'll hear a bus sometime soon. Garbage trucks. Average Brooklyn stuff. You and your partner uh, have been, I guess you guys are married now? Yep. 
you are expecting a baby, uh, really, any day now, it seems, huh? Yeah. Should be in the next week to three weeks, or potentially any second now. <laughs> That's so exciting. Yeah. And, uh, it seems like now that it is May, we are both officially, uh, in our, in our dad-to-be month. Yeah. But you're, you're, you're due just a week and a half after me. Supposedly, right? yeah. So you could be a dad any day now, too. It's, it's... I, I personally, am impressed with how much this kid is still managing to stick with it. It's a lot of wiggling <laughs> around, from what I've been told. Right, they try and kick and punch their way out until the very last second, right? That's right. <laughs> I assume that's what's been going on on your end as well, or on her end as well. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I I look over, and she's like, ow. And I'm like, I just looked at you. <laughs> and then she grabs her belly, and I'm like, right, okay, baby. Got so, you're becoming a dad this month, this is something that was planned, this was something that was... Uh, prepared for uh, months before right not not an accidental uh, condition sure uh, I mean no different than us I suspect that maybe the feeling of being uh, um, expendable and uh, mortal uh, during a time where we all uh, s severely focused on uh, our livelihoods maybe had some kind of play into it um sort of we had like uh, we had originally had some timelines in our in mind for different life events, and then all of a sudden a pandemic happened, and we were like, "Well, I guess we can't do that in the order we wanted to." So we decided that instead of trying to focus on like having a real nice wedding party and stuff, we would focus instead on just you know checking boxes off the list. So baby was number one we're not getting younger right. so less risk if if we wait less time so yeah i i wanted to ask this uh to you because it seems like something that uh is appropriate to ask on this sort of go around the way that uh things are going and the way that your life has been what did you want to be when you grew up you mean like professionally or as a human being? <laughs> I guess both. Yeah, um, there's a difference. <laughs> professionally, I had very, like a really weird split. I, I either wanted to be a marine biologist who lived under the water or an astronaut who lived in space. <laughs> you so never really wanted to like, be on Earth. Yeah, it was, either <laughs> like, it was either way down there or way up there. Yeah. And like anything in the middle was kind of like, oh. Cool. So, um, yeah, the, the unknown of what's not on Earth attracted you. Yeah, yeah. I think there's there's definitely a part of me that likes the idea of exploration and the idea of um, just kind of going all in on something strange. Um, and then again, the realistic part of me wound up going to college and getting a corporate job and living where the jobs are and not like trying to create my own business so it's definitely like those were definitely aspirational jobs to the me I hoped that I was yeah and I feel like um, when reality of how economics works and uh, 
other other situations like other things that I discovered I enjoyed doing like hanging out with friends who wouldn't necessarily be able to hang out with me at the bottom of an ocean or in a space station yeah I was kind of like okay well I guess I need to get a job in the real world so that I could be socially available yeah. to other human beings that I enjoy sharing company with. If there was something about the way that you are going to parent, what would you say is a way that you are going to parent that you take an inspiration from from the way you were parented? Um, what are you gonna What are you gonna take with you? I don't know. I mean, um, I feel like. Uh, you know, growing up in the woods with with uh, the likes of yourself, uh, we had a lot of unsupervised time, and I feel like that's really not an option in our current living situations here in, in Brooklyn. Um, but, you know, it's definitely independent activities are definitely something that I want to encourage my offspring to uh to partake in um you know whether that's independent activities with their friends or like going in uh you know if we take a trip somewhere go camping wandering off like a little ways into the woods where i can still kind of keep a tab on them but letting them you know figure out oh i shouldn't poke myself with the pointy stick like that's a that's a lesson kids gotta learn right you had a, a knack for uh, capturing images, uh, but you also have, from all I know, have a huge knack for technology and being, you know, very gadget friendly. Uh, do you see yourself as a parent who will indoctrinate your your child in the world of sort of, you know, embracing technology, or and if so, how do you want to instill that in them? Um. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little torn on that front, just because I, I feel like not having uh, like screen time before a certain age is probably a decent idea. You know, like there's thousands of years of human evolution without, you know, colored lights flashing in your face. Yeah. Um, especially during developmental stages, and you know, I. I'm as addicted to my phone as like probably half of the people on my block right here. So um, I could definitely see that being a bigger issue if you introduce that to a kid too early. Um, but that being said, I'm definitely, uh, I, I have a book called C++ for Babies. <laughs> um, and to be honest, it's probably more at my skill level than what a baby would understand. So I, I'm looking at it as a really good learning opportunity for me and something the kid probably isn't going to remember. Sure, but at the very least, if they don't remember it, they ha will have a book that they will uh, you know, always be able to come back to. And maybe they won't be a baby anymore, but they'll be like, well, shoot, you know, this still is applicable to me. I can still learn to code. It's true. I feel like it's it's something that you could like revisit once you learn to read, yeah. as opposed to having someone like point at text and tell you what it says, and then tell you what it does, and then try and point at a diagram. It's just you know, baby's gonna be babies, but technology takes a a little bit of time to get the hang of.
All right, we're gonna stop for a second. Okay, now we're gonna call Brooks because we meant to reach out to him as we were supposed to meet up with him, but uh, instead we are going to, we're gonna go and uh, give him a call instead. Okay, here we go, we're, it's ringing, it's ringing. Hello, hello. Hey, thank you so much for agreeing to uh, let us give you a call, uh, buddy. I know uh, you're uh, knee-deep in fatherhood right now on this gorgeous uh, weekend. Uh, the f Happy May Day. Happy May Day to all my comrades. <laughs> um, you're, uh, you, 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 your son is now a year old? He's almost a year old. He's, uh, he's, he's getting close to 11 months. Nice. Yeah. When's the when's his birthday then? It's like uh, in June, right? Yeah, June t June tenth. June. Um, coming up, yeah. Uh, it's super exciting. Um, he's a we're, we're, it's, it's you know it's funny it, it it feels like we're like introducing him to the world like a year late. <laughs> That's you know because. <laughs> you know like uh the pandemic is like winding down fingers crossed and all that and we're finally introducing him to like other babies which he's never really experienced because it's been so precarious to do so um so like the, his first birthday is like a, like a coming out almost sorry what did you say the road motorcyclist decided <laughs> to rev his motor as you were saying that very important thing <laughs> i mean you have to admit he was pretty cool Right. <laughs> um, no, I was just saying that, you know, his, his first birthday, people are getting vaccinated, you know, the weather is getting better. It kind of feels like he's being reborn. <laughs> the weather is getting much better. It's true. He's a born again baby. Nice. <laughs> yeah, having a baby during the pandemic uh, was certainly something you were not expecting, but uh, both you and your wonderful wife, Marie, uh, really uh, made a go of it and, uh, you know, took all the right precautions and uh, locked the key, you know, kept that baby in a safe place while you guys uh, brought him into the world. Yeah, you know, I, you know, in the middle of New York City, in the middle of East Village, you know, he's, he was born, I mean, the night he was born uh, was the night of the George Floyd protests. Oh, damn. So Marie was going through labor at home, you know, for, for several hours before we went to the hospital, but we could literally hear the protest outside our window. And, uh, you know, we were worried that we were, be able to get, we were going to be able to get through the marching to get to the hospital. It was, it was, it was a wild scene. Brooks, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I wanted to be a fire truck. <laughs> That's fair. Um, was there any other vehicle that you wanted to be or a non-vehicle, perhaps? Um, an, or a non-vehicle. Uh, uh, when I was a kid, what did I want to be? I wanted to be in Metallica. <laughs> like I wanted, I wanted uh, one of the two guitar players to die in a bizarre gardening accident, and then them to like go on a hunt looking for their new guitar player, and then for for them to pick me. I wanted to be in Metallica. Okay. You want you wanted to be uh, a member of your favorite band. Uh, it's funny because then you got to be in a metal band, so you kind of got to do what you wanted to do when you were a kid. That's true. Was it all yeah, you? Yeah, I. Uh, it... 
Was it all it's cracked up to be? I mean, yeah. we, didn't play, yeah. we didn't play Monsters of Rock in Moscow for a million and a half people. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we, you know, I was in a metal band called Down Factor. We put out an album. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote a few songs for the album, uh, but I didn't, I, you know, it wasn't really my band. I was sort of like the guitar, the lead guitar player in the band. Uh, uh, we put out an album called Murder the World. And, uh, you know, a lofty goal uh, to murder the world. I don't think we succeeded entirely. But we ended up uh, touring up and down the West Coast, uh, playing a whole bunch of festivals and things. Uh, and, you know, the album was re- reasonably well received, and it was fun. Yeah, I, I, got to, I got to play Rockstar for a few years. If you could think of one thing that your parents indoctrinated you with as a kid on how to be the parent you are now as your baby is crying what what is the what is the one thing you could think of that you that you're bring that you that you're bringing with you into fatherhood um well i i i really value um, the moments that we share reading books together, even though I don't think he understands any of the words, uh, it's the, the experience, the act of reading together is really lovely, and I think he enjoys it. It really soothes him and calms him down. Um, so reading, reading as much as possible. I mean, my dad read me a, a book as we went to bed up until I was like, I mean, I don't even know, but not not entirely young you know like that was sort of a tradition we used to read, read a book together as we went to bed and I would fall asleep and he would slip off in the, in the night and I don't know when he started doing that when I was young but I started we started that a long time earlier uh, uh, many months ago and, and he really enjoys that um, also just like he can't get enough hugs he can't get enough love and you know we're giving him as much as he can he actually just got sick for the first time like two days ago and the reason i'm not with you in person is because you know we're sort of isolating and making sure that everything is okay with him he's fine turns out he just has a normal cold it's not a big deal but we gave him a coronavirus test but the the doctor was like oh it came out negative it's just just a just a common cold but the doctor was like he needs hydration and hugs that's the prescription (laughs) so um, you know, that's, that's really, that's the prescription for a happy baby in general, I think, is, you know, give, give them all the attention, all the love in the world. They just need cuddles. They're little, yeah. they're little cuddle monsters. Little cuddle and, monsters uh, that we, yeah. uh, see that they get all the cuddles they absolutely require. Uh, and then some. Sound advice, uh, from a good dude and, uh, even a better father. So, uh, thank you, Brooks, for, uh. Oh, well, that's that's very kind of you to say. Um, I, I, I'm so excited for you guys. Congratulations. Can't wait for our little uh, munchkins to meet. Likewise. Definitely. Um, yeah, Ryan's a little bit ahead of me. Uh, Ryan and Diana, I guess they're expecting uh, mid, mid, midway this month, and we won't be far, far behind if, I, if this kid has anything to say about it. Oh boy, they're uh, they're gonna be they're gonna be fast friends. Are you guys really going in blind? You, you couldn't know what the sex is, but you don't. It's true. I don't know. I, did you guys come up to that decision? Yeah. We, we, we came to that decision, like, pretty quickly. We were not really interested. Yeah, Di- Diana wanted maximum surprise on first baby. So we oh, dialed wow. the dial all the way up to 11. 
Oh wow! Well, uh, that's that, that's amazing. <laughs> that's that's an incredible experience. Uh, just don't tell anyone during the gender reveal. <laughs> no, 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 none of that. No, that's that might be one of the worst possible trends that has ever occurred in human civilization. I that, think I think our gender reveal might actually be just kind of holding the baby naked up to the window and showing off their gender. That's a that's a. <laughs> That's a sound one. I'll take that with me. I don't know who's going to want to see it. Pro- probably no one. Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Not many people appreciate most gender reveals. I think this I'll, is going to be one for the books, I'll, though. I'll probably like find a way to like get my string lights in the yard to spell out either boy or girl if I can swing that. But otherwise, I'll probably just have to tell people and they'll have to deal with it. Do you think you'll be able to see that from space or will we have to fly a drone overhead? Uh, you know, that's a fair question. Uh, I think it'll have to require a drone because it's, you know, outer space is far too far away. Sure. Um, we are but specs. This has been a wonderful time chatting with Brooks. Thank you very much, Brooks. Thank you, guys. Hello. It's Alon, and it's Sunday, and I just picked up some rainbow bagels, and I'm going to be going into Manhattan. That's right, I'm going into the big bad world of Manhattan, which is uh, unprecedented because I have not actually set foot in Manhattan since uh, last year when the um, COVID hit and the lockdown began. Uh, there, you know, I stopped taking the subway, I stopped having any business in Manhattan, I was going to therapy in Manhattan, and I just didn't have to go into Manhattan anymore. So, other than like driving through for, you know, many a reason, uh, both, you know, driving through or driving into to drop off or whatever, like, I myself have not actually gotten out of a car and stepped foot in Manhattan for anything at all since March of last year. So, this is going to be cool because, as mentioned, I got Rainbow Beagles, and I'm me- meeting up with uh, our pal Doug Johnson and his son Teddy. So, um, I want to focus on the road, not like the last time when I was driving with uh, a bunch of voices talking to me. Um, I want to be focused on the road, so I'm going to put this down and be a safe driver. Talk to you later. I know he didn't want me to do this, but uh, we're gonna just listen to some music while we drive in. This is Flying Lotus.
This is Elon, and we are conceptually in the place where it kind of all began, on the playground. Except it's not my playground in Woodstock, it's uh, Teddy's playground on the Upper East Side. And I'm with his pops, the one and only Doug Johnson, former producer for Lost and Rewound, and one of my best buds. What's up, Doug? Hey. Excited to be here at the playground. I'm interested to be here with you to reflect on, so you're, uh, are we talking about that you're concluding the show to go have a baby? Is that <laughs> I think that's inevitable. Is that on the record? <laughs> that's on the record, Okay, yeah. cool. Well, I just thought it was interesting because, like, uh, of all the things you've learned about your own childhood from doing the show, and uh, what do you feel like you're going to, that you've learned from doing the show that you're going to pass on? Um, I mean, I think 
what I've learned isn't necessarily going to be what my future child is going to learn. Uh, uh, I feel like I can't force them to say, yes, you should record yourself and leave everything out in the open and document yourself for posterity. I mean, maybe we'll do that for them. And if they appreciate the art form of recording oneself, their idea of it will be much different than mine. Yeah, so that's true. I feel like there's a lot to uh, learn when, you know, as we get older and as the generations uh, have much more technology at their disposal. Um, let me ask you, uh, I guess this is a perfect time to ask, what's one thing that you learned, Doug, as a kid, that you have brought along with yourself as a father to Teddy? Well, the main thing that came out of doing the show that's like a memory of being a kid, and I think it relates, is like uh, the, the one tape we listened to of mine on the show from my childhood was when I was three, which is exactly how old Teddy is now. That's right, you just celebrated three. Uh, before, before we even listened to the tape, I remembered that night. I had a different conception of it, but the main thing is just that he's going to start remembering stuff now. And so whether we record it or not, like these, these things are going to start to stick with him. And uh, now's the time to stop cussing and uh, <laughs> you know do all the important stuff because these are the, the memories are going to start sticking around. That's right. It's funny because like you, you know there are so many memories I'm sure that you have already of things that he's done. Do you suppose there's going to be something that you'll remind him that happened and he'll be like, oh yeah. <laughs> But maybe going to Storm King, like, recently. Yeah, I mean, even just his concept of um, of time is different than ours. Anything in the past was yesterday, quote-unquote. So, you know, we were talking about literal yesterday and saying, like, oh, yeah, you wore your dinosaur costume at, uh, at Storm King yesterday. And then he started talking about the previous time we'd gone there six months ago. And that was also yesterday. And... <laughs> <laughs> And so that's been uh, an interesting thing in terms of, uh, I didn't think of that as different for children and adults. You know, people say like the time flies as you get older, like the time condenses. Yeah. But it's it's starting that way. It's, so it's like, uh, it's like it's condensed and then it expands and goes back. I don't, I don't totally know how it works. Is there something from your childhood that you hold that you held on to? Uh, yeah, years? I had well, like I had my uh, actual like baby shoes. I had some uh, Wallaby Clarks from when I was like two, um, and Teddy Teddy wore those one day, but I, I didn't uh, I didn't remember it in time, so he'd already kind of outgrown them by the time we got him to wear them. Um, <laughs> and then also I had. Uh, the, my copy of Where the Wild Things Are from when I was a kid. And wow, so really? Teddy had read it at school and brought, or daycare rather, and had was telling us the story at home. And I was like, <laughs> I know this story. Uh, so we went and got my copy of the of Where the Wild Things. And uh, he read it a couple times without destroying it. And now he has his own copy. Um, so I don't have to worry about him destroying it. Um, can we break for one second? I'm going to check on it. Sure, sure, still, sure. Oh, no. Oh no. Stand by. Okay, we're back. It's back, all good. Back, back from a diaper change. No worries. That's it's no, notable only because his uh that was a balloon popping by the way. Yes. Uh, notable only because his shoe was full of sand and it got poured all over the place. Oh <laughs> man. <laughs> well that's good that he found a friend to hang out with. Hey, what um 
what did you want to be when you were when you, when you were kid? Like, what did you want to do? What do oh, I mean, up? I'm sure I wanted to play baseball. Um, uh, I wanted to be an accountant at one point. You wanted to be was, an accountant because I was very good at math, and my dad wanted to be an accountant, but then he like kind of dropped out of college to have a baby. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that was on my mind for a while, and then. And then, like, then I thought, oh, I'll make websites. And uh, uh, and then at the other point, it changed to physical therapy. I don't know why. I thought that was going to be good. I didn't ever right, get that. All right. So we're, <laughs> we're looking at baseball player, yeah. accountant, uh-huh. physical therapist. Radio DJ. Radio DJ. Yeah. And website builder. Yeah. And the website one is the one that came true. That, is, that did come true. After a while, trying the DJ one. Do you miss DJing? Uh, no. I, I don't, I don't miss the, I still do the fun parts. I still buy the records and listen to them and play them for my friends. Um, but uh, I don't miss playing for people, uh, I don't know. I don't miss playing for strangers at all. There's something about that too I can identify with. But yeah, it's not because the strangers are bad, it's because it's just not my thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like there's one day where I'm going to eventually appreciate where I'm going to eventually appreciate acting again. Mm-hmm. But for the moment, I found it to be a, an unnecessary exercise in trying to get people to look at me when I don't really <laughs> care about people looking at me anymore. Uh-huh. I'm not like trying to, because everybody who's an actor or some sort of personality has social media that basically insists to look at them, look at them, look at them. Mm-hmm. So. While having a radio show doesn't necessarily require that, because after all, I do have quite, quite a natural face for radio, listen as I say. Me, listen to me, listen to me. I'm not really interested in that anymore, either. I think it's well, because it's, everyone's already listened this, to what this, I have to say. This episode <laughs> is coming at the right time then, right? Well, eventually, you know, things come to pass where you realize that uh, you, people have heard enough. I don't know. <laughs> Signing off, people have heard enough. <laughs> Uh, Doug Johnson here with me uh, on the Upper East Side. Uh, yeah, Doug, you're good, good. I love you, man. Thank Likewise. you. Likewise. Love you too. Lost you real loud. Hey, it's Alon. I just got back home and I am looking for parking. Just had a really nice time on the Upper East Side with my pal and his wonderful son. And. I gotta say, it was a really wonderful time. I enjoyed the time that I spent because it was nice to be able to be outside. And while it was certainly jarring just being around so many people with a mask on, no, notwithstanding, but it was really emboldening uh, in some ways to be, you know, mostly vaccinated and, you know, just keep my distance. But it was really special to see Doug again and to watch his relationship with his son um, and the way that that little life is just running around. I think it's one thing when your friends are telling you about their kid, but it's another thing when you finally get to see your friends with the kid. Anyway, um, I want to thank everybody at Radio Free Brooklyn. I'm going back into my house now, and I'm going to put this down, and 
put together some stuff and I'll be around. I imagine that uh, I'll have an opportunity to come back and do a Friday show on Radio Free Brooklyn sometime. But um, I'm, I'm going to be gone for a while. So if you are looking for me on social media, because social media is a thing, you could... Wait, wait, wait. Let me tell. Let me tell. Let me tell. Let me tell. Don Zoni. For real? Follow him on Aces Place Faces. Because that's where he does all his dog stuff. For real? You're going to just put me on blast like that? Everyone knows along when you were on Catherine's show, you talked about all the dogs that you were involved in. Yeah, I remember even listening to that episode. Are you still friends with her? I was trying to keep my business personal, guys. I hope you realize that. Well, listen, Alon. We know some things about you now. You, we've got a chance to just sort of sit here and listen because you've been talking this whole time. So it's only fair that this is it. This is our opportunity. Cool. Right on. Uh, well, I'm going to get out of here, and so are the voices in my head. And uh, goodbye. And see you later. Don't be uh, a stranger. Forever shall you continue to get embarrassed with me in some form or another.